video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly Scottish dose of all things gaming. Jess, Craig and Andy here as usual. Hi guys. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. In this week's episode, we'll be diving into the buzz surrounding the recent Game Awards nominations. We're also going to unravel the age-old debate on the length of video games. Are shorter experiences better or do epic sagas hold the true gaming magic? That's what she said. Yes. And of course, we'll be delving into the latest news from the gaming universe and running through the biggest releases, of which there are many, and games we have been playing this week as well. For our movie pick, we chose to watch Gamer from 2009, starring Gerard Butler. It was a late pick, so saws if you missed out on actually watching it, because we did not tell you about it. Um, But yeah, you can find out what we thought of that later on. And yeah. How's our week's been? Grand. Uh, it was Heather's birthday, so... Oh, how did that go? It was good. Uh, um, first, oh, we ended up for a lovely steak. Like a fucking steak dinner. Mm. The steak was... Oh, honestly. Well done. So, well, not well done. You don't don't <laughs> go there. You don't well do... We're not going to have this discussion again. I don't, don't know if well we've do divulged this information, but see, when he orders chips and cheese from our local establishment, mm-hmm. he says on the phone, can you make them well done? The chips? The chips. Yeah. <laughs> you need the chips crispy. Chips, no, I mean, that's not a thing. It's <laughs> a fucking thing. You've always loved... He's always I loved know. the wee crispy bits. Which is fair enough. Chips. I'm not disagreeing that they, that is good, but... Right, well, you ask for what you want. Well done chips. Look, I've... Fucking paid for that guy's house. I've paid for his car. <laughs> Kept him in business. Put his fucking kids through college. Yeah, he, he, also, his fucking, he keep my chips on for two extra minutes. He also sometimes doesn't even ask where, where we live. He just knows. He just knows. Not you. sometimes. He never asks. No. Do you know Who's some, this? Who, what place is this? The Give Sherry. The where? The Sherry Punjab. Sherry. Where is it? Where's that? Next on Main farm, Street. Next to Farm Foods. Next right. to Farm Foods. Right. Oh, the Sherry Punjab. Right. Oh, is it Sherry? Is that, is that, you oh. honestly couldn't think that it would be the same place because you say it slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Sherry Punjab? Oh, the Sheer Punjab. Oh. Sorry, I say it a bit different. So I thought it was a completely different town. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I think they would get pakora in there actually. Aye, their pakora, their chips and cheese are better than anyone else on the planet, oh. especially they're if they're well done. They're, they're probably just fucking frozen chips. That's I all you get. See the cheese they put on top. They use three different types of cheese. Oh, do they? Mm. Oh, look at you, connoisseurs. <laughs> Obviously, that, that, would, that would ruin it for someone of your taste. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> fucking bogging. <laughs> Hmm. So anyway, you had a good steak. And, a good, uh, a good and they were like... triple cooked chips. Right. Right. <laughs> you would have loved that. I would have. They were brilliant. 
But the steak was just fucking rock. My mouth wasn't thinking about it, actually. I so ventured good. to the capital city for a hen weekend. Oh. So. That was another night stay? Yes, it was very, very nice. It stayed dry, which was good. We did some crazy golf. We did some chocolate making. I learned lots about chocolate. Mm. What did you make? Like, actually, like a, just a block of chocolate? Uh, mine had a unicorn in it and also some penis-shaped ones, obviously. Mm, of course. That's the theme of the night, I suppose, <laughs> isn't it? Right. As soon as you turn up, they're like, it's a hen party. Get the cock moulds. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what they did. <laughs> of course they fucking did. <laughs> Lovely. They probably get loads of, like, hen do's and stuff like that. And... Mm, yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Would you like the white penises or the black penises or... Mm-hmm. Aye, so because she fucked off, I had to solo parent, mm-hmm. which is always a dangerous situation. Yeah. Because I'm the biggest child of the lot. But it actually went down without incident, for the most part. Both children and myself were well-behaved. But then on the Sunday, uh, I was going up to meet Jess halfway because mm. uh, I've got I think we mentioned before but we've got a new niece on the scene mm-hmm. and I hadn't met her yet so we're going up and we thought we'll meet there and then that way I can Jess doesn't have to get the train the whole way back down the road Aye. so to sweeten the deal for the kids I was like right I'll get you a McDonald's on the way up grand so we're in the queue at McDonald's in the drive through and I'm looking at I'm there's about three cars in front of me before I get to the bit where I pay and the guy in front just opens his door and all I see is this liquid just pouring out and I'm like, oh, he must be pouring out like a drink so that he's mm-hmm. got a drink coming. Then it happens again about 10 seconds later but this time he's got his head right oh, out. He's been oh. He's spewing oh, all oh, over the place. Nice. That shocks. Then he did it again three times on the way round just to the, the pay window. He's got his, his full door open and his head just hanging out. At one point, the car's still moving. And he was ordering a McDonald's? Nah, he was just spewing everywhere. It's kind of a weird time to order a McDonald's, isn't it, when you feel like shit? Do you think it's going to be a hangover cure, maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah. maybe. And I obviously, see when I see people being sick, I can't help but fucking laugh. Nice. I think it's hilarious. It makes me feel sick. But the worst part was that... Obviously, I'm right behind him, so every time a car length moves forward, my car door's stopping right as where he's been fucking oh. sick. Nice. The whole way round. Nice and chunky. Uh, I quick follow-up on AI from last week. Uh, I was just having discussions back and forth on Discord and on Twitter and stuff like that about like, the sort of pros and cons and stuff like that. And like, I don't know, like one of the pros that I was thinking about was, I think I posted this on Discord, was like from, it could be used really well in the likes of like, EA Sports FC 24, mm. where AI, they could technically just get every club to send in a headshot of their entire squad, and AI would be able to take that and make real player faces for everybody in the game. Just do one picture? Um, well, maybe take one from each side or something like that, but AI mm. has the ability to do that. Mm, they don't have to go in with those big machines and, it's, and in the space of like a day they could make a pretty good face scan for every single player in the game mm. like that's the type of thing that it's never the like they're never the developers are never going to spend the time to do that for every player never it would no. take way too long no as much as I'd love it it would be a waste of resources like even if they put a team of 
15 people on it in the space of a year they wouldn't be able to do every player do you know what I mean and you yeah. wouldn't see the returns on that because they only go in one day and if aye. people are not there that day then they, that's them they get missed aye that's it yeah but I mean I've seen firsthand from like the mods on Pez that mm-hmm. people will upload like be like oh can you do this player and they just post a picture and then someone goes away and does somebody it somebody manages to do aye. it so it's doable and I have right. seen I have seen it done through AI mm-hmm. so it is something that could be automated and obviously you could do mm-hmm. so many at a time like they could they could churn that out in a couple of days see I would rather like a day like <clears throat> not that we don't play it anymore but when I did I did prefer when it was proper faces it just makes a difference mm-hmm. Um, makes a would, massive difference right, but I would prefer like the, or the AI just to be used more just like for actual like, intelligence of the players and mm-hmm. stuff like all that kind of shit like yeah. if they could learn like your playing adaptive style adaptive learning and stuff they that'd say, be cool they say that happens in the games but it never really feels like it's happening nah it's not like, happening to enough of a degree no um, no it really doesn't it? Um, nah. I mean obviously I like I, I say about doing it in EA Sports FC. I mean, you could do it in Pez, but there's about fucking fifteen players in that game with their two teams. So yeah, really I think basically every player in Pez just now or eFootball. But does, at least you get like does f- have the player fifteen different balls and like loads of boots to choose from. No, I mean, at least two balls. Oh, okay, sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> the balls are coming in twenty twenty five DLC. Oh, so of course they're saving all the good stuff. Yeah, nah, they're, they're dripping it. Yeah. Yeah. that's how it works. Keep people interested. Also, Andy, do you know what time it almost is? Christmas? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not as we speak, but by the time we record next week, we will be with tree. With <laughs> tree. Right. The Christmas tree will be alive and in colour in the studio. I'm surprised the, you don't get studio. a real one. You never had a real one. That, we can't put it up as early as we would like if we got a real one, though. Oh. That's part of the trouble. Got you. That's, that's not the issue for me, though. Like, I like the tree to be asymmetrical. <laughs> fucking triangle when you look at it for the front and real trees uh, look a, they usually look a state I like the smell of it but get a plug in just get a plug in mm, Christmas tree plug in okay. and then get a fucking symmetrical tree and decorate it like a boss do you decorate all the way around the tree mm-hmm. you do yeah because I usually just put it in a corner just decorate well, it well yeah I mean don't worry the best stuff goes at the front the best there's levels to that there's levels to that shit colour theme again or they change it every year? We're quite neut- well, the main tree is just quite neutral. Silvers, whites. I've got quite a few glass ornaments that go so in there quite, too. Right, okay. Yeah. So not red or nothing like that? No, nothing bold. No, I'm a neutral, ga- neutral kind right. of gal. Um, but then we have the secondary tree that mm. usually is in the where we have, where we dine at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um I've got a few ideas for that this year, so I'm not going to reveal as of yet. Our daughter also wants a tree in her room. Yeah, she's having the three foot white one that I don't yeah. like, so that's fine. But do, do you have a say on what the tree design is in the? I've done it together. Uh, he's all good to Dobies and go and look at bulbs. They'll probably out the new, they know. The bulbs will be out the new. Oh, everything's out the new. Yeah, uh, it's been weeks, I mean, Andy. Tis the season. It's weeks. <laughs> Sorry. Tis the season. Yeah. That would, you know, there's a nice place actually. Um, that keepsakes and air, you know where that is? Nope. Where the you know where the street is where Argos used to be? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That one that's on oh, the co- it's right on the corner. That, used to yeah, be yeah. JD Sports. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's called Keepsakes now. The second floor of there is all Christmas stuff at the moment. Mm. And there's some really nice stuff in there. 
and they've got a silver uh, light white section. Might be worth going. But you don't want to do two trees the same, obviously. You no. want to mix no. it up. No. But we could expand to four trees. Fuck, no, you're no. There's no need for that. We don't have that many booms at our house. Hey, where are you going to put that? I mean, Jess's fucking jacket's got to go somewhere now and you've got to, like, fucking... That's true, that jacket does take up a lot of fucking room. A lot <laughs> of room. You're either getting another tree or getting rid of the jacket. But yeah, I, when we when we record next week, we will be bod deep in Christmas films. So Christmas films will be coming back to the show soon as well, oh, which is a very exciting time. Uh, just briefly on films as well. Uh, on Sunday night, I was looking for something to watch, me and Castles, and we stuck on a, what turns out is a fan-made extended cut of Super Mario Bros. 1993. Right. 20 Fine minutes made. of extra footage. Right. Where they got this footage, no fucking idea. The quality of the footage, fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it brought the film to a nice two hours and two minutes, right? Did it fill in some of the blanks? So it said in the description that it adds in a whole new storyline. No, it doesn't, right? What essentially happens is, oh, like, there's like just a couple of extra angles every sort of minute or two. Oh, and wow. you could always tell when it was a cut-in bit because it had the timer down the bottom. You mm. know, the sort of yeah. the film reel timer. Yeah. So you always knew when it was a bit that was cut in. But if you put every single one of those bits together, it made absolutely no difference whatsoever. Mm. I mean, it's still brilliant, obviously, because it's Mario, but... Uh, yeah, it didn't add to it, and the quality and the audio quality of the bits that were cut in were like nowhere near as as crisp as the main film. Edited properly. So do you think there's another version then that you've not actually seen? Well, this DVD that was supposed to be coming out, that was like 500 quid or something like that, it was supposed to have an extended cut on it, and I'm telling you right now, there's no way that's what this was. 500 quid, are we talking about? They were bringing out some mad expensive director's edition. It's a 30th anniversary, Andy. Oh. We've been celebrating it all year. Sorry, I didn't get a notification for that. Can be changed. <laughs> but yeah, so there's probably there's potentially another version out there that mm. I will hunt down. You've not seen it enough, no. I mean, if there's new footage. <laughs> okay. I curled up in a ball of mine straight to sleep. I had absolutely zero interest in watching imagine. it. I can so totally imagine. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What have we been? What have we been playing this week? <gasps> je song. Ah, je song. Yeah. Je song. <laughs> fucking brilliant. It's good, wasn't it? I loved it. Yeah, I finished it yesterday. Today. Yeah. yeah. How long did it take you? Oh, I was a bit stop start to be honest. Mm. So I don't know what my overall playthrough was. But I don't know, maybe four or five hours. Yeah, that's fucking roughly. I done. Yeah. I, I done it in about three sessions though, because mm. I just like the first day I picked it up. It just reminded me so much of. Two games like Ico, remember that Ico from yes, PS2? I, I don't think I played that. Reminded I remember me it, but... of that for some reason. And it reminded me of Shadow of the Colossus as well. Mm. Just with the climbing, the way you use the right triggers to kind of grip on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I did, just felt cool as fuck playing it. I just thought, and I thought it was really cool how you went to the different kind of, so there's obviously like kind of different sections so that you can first start out. It's like kind of more sun drenched, yeah, cliffside kind of, kinda, yeah. yeah. And then you kind of, like, I think the next bit you kind of go into the mountain, the mm-hmm. tower, whatever you call it, um, bit more dark, nice lightning that. And then the next bit, what's the next bit? It's kind of like the greenery with the wind, I think. Maybe uh, yeah. there's another bit. I, I yeah, there's a section before that, but yeah. Yeah, 
Um, but every bit adds like another wee, like tiny wee like, element of gameplay into yeah. it. Like the wind, you had to like jump with the wind to reach certain bits and that. Yeah. Thought, so it like, evolves really well. Yeah, yeah. I think it, 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 yeah, it frequently introduces kind of new twists yeah. on the gameplay. Yeah. Um, but it just drops them quite nicely. So like you say, like yeah. there's kind of sun scorched spots where you like the, yeah, the that, climbing like fades. You can stay on them there. Uh-huh, because yeah, the sun... The sun See that, it that's and... quite cool then if it's yeah. especially if it's like i don't know it's using the elements that you can see to then adapt to gameplay like yeah. no it's too it's sun it's sunny so you can't hold on to that too long which mm-hmm. you're like aye that fits yeah no i totally and then it's windy aye. so you're like oh that affects it yeah but yeah. it's got the core gameplay which never changes but like mm-hmm. you said it adds these wee flourishes mm-hmm. to every different bit mm-hmm. and it because it feels like even if it was just that climbing bit for a while and you were just like working your way that's that was still fun mm-hmm. but adding these other wee bits where like you can't grip on for too long because it will start drowning your sam- stamina more with the sun mm-hmm. and like with the wind you kind of jump up until it, like you see it going the way you need it to go and mm-hmm. you go with it and that kind of shit um, no, that section was probably awesome. one of my favourites actually because it just I don't know it being so like atmospheric and calm and then there was mm-hmm. just this like section where it you know the elements were coming at you yeah. and it just it, I don't know I just felt like it it really immersed you. Yeah, it was um, cool. I did. I felt dead immersed in it. Hundred uh-huh. percent. Like the vibe and the music was done really well. Because mm-hmm. like, there's probably limited music in it when you think about it. Mm-hmm. But when it adds it in, it does it at the right times. Good yeah. moments. Just, yeah. I just makes it kind of feel quite. Because it's one of those games that just tells the whole story by like a couple of wee notes that you read, obviously, mm-hmm. but more just like visual, just yeah. kind of like from the world and things you see, mm-hmm. you kind of get an idea. Of, what's kind of happened you know what i mean that's really cool if, if i like you say the music's kind of kicking in and <clears throat> ramping up yeah as you're as you're like, that's why it, rem- the- it was quite climactic at points yeah, yeah and i think that's why it reminded me of shadow of the closest like, with the climbing but mm-hmm. that they'd done that good in shadow of the closest the music was done really well mm. like the further you got up the beasts the music was start to kick in yeah and it made you feel like kind of like it was really cool mm-hmm. i really really enjoyed it yeah, and I think I don't know. The more you sort of read into all the little notes that you find and stuff like that, there, there's mm-hmm. there's actually a really quite nice story there, and it like yeah. a bit of kind of I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's not played it, but like I don't know, it does make like you me. think a little bit, and yeah, yeah. Um, you definitely it, need to play the, it. certainly. Oh. The, I think the second half like does bring it together. You mm-hmm. start to kind of understand a bit more what's going on. Yeah. Um, because it is, there are kind of kind of like fantasy bits. Because there's like, I get more at the end. It kind of, I guess, a bit fantasy. Yeah, it? there's like these whale whale things, yeah. and mm-hmm. also like some of the climbing stuff. Like there's like, I don't even know what they are. Like the rocks on the wall kind of move, yeah. and you have to. Oh yeah. Like and I'm like and there's like jellyfish flying in the sky and stuff. Um, ah, it's a wee bit of fantasy, definitely. Yeah, but not too much that I was off put by it because yeah. you know it's not normally my jam, but. Um, but yeah, no, it was really good. Is there anything that like it didn't do that you would have added in? No. Like, see if they were to do a sequel, would you go? Oh, I'd like to see that included. No, I think it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I hate that term, but I think the length suited it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, for me, there was a few bits that I maybe didn't quite make the jump, and it got a bit clunky, and I got a bit stuck or whatever. I but two, two, two because bits it, like it that, was yeah. very linear, you couldn't really go off mm. the path. Um, and you, I don't know, there was times I thought, can I jump over there? Can I make that? Mm-hmm. And evidently I could not. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's good because like, you have to do those, like, when you're doing climbing, you have those, I forget what the proper name Picks. is. Picks. But no, the, the, the Pittons. Pittons. Is, that, is that how you say it? Yeah, I think it's Pittons. You hammer them into right. the rock and it gives you another thing to hook onto 
as you go along for safety. Yeah. And you have like three of them so that you can hang on. Like <clears throat> when you start climbing, it, it puts you into a certain bit. But then as you go along, you can put other wee bits whenever you want Aye. for safety. So it's almost like a wee checkpoint for mm-hmm. you yeah. to stop you falling all the way back to start. Mm-hmm. But then that comes into the gameplay as well. You need those sometimes to be able to mm-hmm. drop down and start swinging to get so to the next bit. Right. Shit like that. It doesn't tell you any of that though, but you need Aye. to, that's a cool hanger. You need to kind of go, oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To get to there. You know what I mean? That's the thing. If, if it's if it's not telling you, but it sort of visually pushes you in that direction, then that's clever yeah. gameplay and clever yeah. game design, sorry, uh-huh. that, it's, that it's done that. Done really well. What, what else have they done? That was it? Don't, don't, don't know, do you? Yeah. What, what, what do they do? Because, look, just like the way this was done, that kind of feels as if, like... I think um, this is quite unique for them. I don't think they've <coughs> oh, done right, anything right. Like this similar, yeah. Aye, I mean, this is definitely different from the stuff they've done before. So, like, Life is Strange, Vampire. Oh. Did you oh, play that? No. fucking love that game it's really good really really good it's a world where set back in the sort of I think it's late 1800s Mm -hmm. and every single person in the world you can interact with talk to and change like the outcomes will each character will change depending on what you say to them Mm -hmm. Uh, and then like you decide who all lives and dies you can kill people you can keep people alive and like the story plays out in different ways depending on it it's it's really cool. Like some people didn't get on with it at first because see the combat, it was actually quite difficult and you had a stamina yeah. bar when you were attacking. But then later on they did bring out a patch where you could either make it easier or I think you could actually even eliminate the combat altogether if you wanted. Right. I wouldn't recommend doing that because I thought it was really good. But uh it's a brilliant game, I think. It's one of the most underrated games in the on the sort of PS4 Xbox One era. Uh they also did Twin Mirror, Tell Me Why, which was good. But they're all like sort of almost similar to kind of Telltale style games, right? Uh, well, so that's totally different. Then. Yeah, aye, just branch out for them. But aye, so I mean, you were saying, Andy, you mentioned me about it, Jennifer. You'd say nine out of ten. You, you think? Well, aye, for for the mm. thing it is. No, yeah, you just yeah, yeah. I I would agree. Nine out nine out of ten for me as well. It was just a really nice experience. I definitely need to play it. I was looking forward to it when it came out, but just because mm. you were covering it, it made sense for us not to both be covering it at the same time. So, mm. but I, especially see because it's short as well. Like obviously we've got on, we've got a wee bit of a discussion coming up on game length, but uh, the fact that it's short, I'm like, yes, I will get to that. I can fit that in. Aye. Over yourself, Jess. Yeah, else? I've caught up a little bit more on Murdered on the Orient Express. I think I'm about halfway through that. Um, still doing my investigating it is a bit I don't know the character models and their talking is really starting to irritate me <laughs> um, is it bad? they're not talking at the right time mm. nah, that's frustrating and yeah. but it is, you know, I don't know it is a slightly, you know, it's not a triple game it's not it, I don't know, I've gone I mean, into don't, it so don't downplay it too much, I've Certain PlayStation website gave this the same score as Spider Man. Did they? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, I sort of went into it knowing what I'm getting, and I'm enjoying Aye. the investigative part of it. Yeah. Like, um, but it can be a bit, you know, go to A to B to go back to A mm. to, you know, there is a bit, you know, I'm starting to, I just kind of want to plough on with it now yeah. and get it finished. It could be as well that you have played quite a few of these types of games recently. Possibly. So, I'm a bit of burnout as well. Possibly, yes. But you think you'll you'll get through it? Well, I will finish it, yes. 
Okay. And do you play any more Mario? Uh, You're in the last world? Potentially not in the last week. I'm in the last world, yeah. But I think it's one of those games that I c- you can just pick it up for do a level, put uh, it back. That's the thing. Like That's the, the beauty of it. Like it's, And I'll probably go back to... Because I've not, you know... Go, I've not completed each level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I suppose I need to find Princess Peach and resolve that situation before it gets mm-hmm. out of hand by Bowser. Aye. Went through that. Bowser on these <laughs> rapey ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> just just on for you, aye? Yeah, I playing, started playing Dead Space. Oh, yeah. yeah. How you played much of that so far? Uh, I'm about two chapters deep. Enough to notice any kind of major differences yet, or trying to think uh, when it gets. I don't know. Like you got bit, any of the zero G stuff yet? I'm at a bit the new, but it feels as if this is new. Actually, aye. I'm in the the hangar. It's just the start of chapter three, and I don't Should remember I this bit happening. Where like, because actually the game reset on me as I was fucking playing this, but, um, but you're going into the hangar and like going past this like kind of force field and you're going into a zero G bit and I'm like yeah. I don't remember this aye so that stuff is all different because before I'm trying to think it's that long since I played the, the old Dead Space but that bit was it was not quick time event but it was like almost automated like you didn't have right. freedom just to move around yourself and so all that's been all the zero G stuff's been changed and, and adapted oh, so that you've right. got freedom there's a bit like obviously my first thing when, it's, when, I, when it first came on I was like did fucking Isaac talk in the first one? That's my text you, and I was like, I'm sure he didn't. It wasn't until the second and that that he started talking because it was all that way where they just talk at him and he kind of reacts. And, yeah. Um, it doesn't take away from it in any way. I don't think that no. the fact that he talks, it still is atmospheric and like fucking still bits get me scary. You know what I mean? I'm sure there was like, but just as it was being released and that information came out, there was a lot of people that were like, "Oh God, is that going to ruin it?" And it then really when it did it. come out, they were like, "Not grand." No, no, I think it adds to it. I think it adds to it because um, it helps like show what he's feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, so definitely. And I don't, I don't know if I'm, I can remember if uh, like there's bits where you can get like security clearances. To open certain lockers and stuff like that. Yes, ah, uh-huh, yeah. Like, I don't remember if that was there. I don't, honestly don't remember if that was a thing. Uh, I can't remember either. I, you, it, set, you get certain clearances as you go on, so it's. Aye, but I, I can't see, to be honest, I actually don't think it was because that was part of they turned it. Like this new remake is more of a sort of Metroidvania. Yeah, because you, you have to go back where, and you can access areas that yes. you couldn't before, and there's new areas in each section. Yeah, there's definitely to, bits where like it's like even right at the beginning of the game, uh, it's like you need clearance three. Yes, and I'm like I'll probably not get that for a while. Uh, if I've got to remember to go all then, the way back and and do all that. And as far as I know, I'm trying to think now. It's I played it back in January, but like it, yeah, though all those sections they're all new. Right. Um, and see, to be honest, like, it's a fucking great way of like making an old game new again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and even no, for definitely. people that have played it going, right, it's the same game I remember, but it's like expanded in all yeah. these different ways. And I guess that, like, it's testament to how good the graphics were in the first one. Because I didn't, like, because I played the, that mm. Xbox 361 not long ago. Aye, it was up res, to be fair, on, on that. Aye, and it didn't, uh, and I wasn't playing it going, this is look shite. Aye. I mean, I know this is updated, and but I'm still, I'm looking at it going, aye, fair enough. But that that's not what's, like, drastic for me, is the yeah. graphic change. Like, the graphics were fine in the other one, I aye. think. Aye. Um, it's just cool that there's other wee bits updated. Yeah. And it's just something about the gameplay that's fucking addictive. 
shooting the limbs off those things. Ah, it's so much fun. It's, and it's scary, it's scary as fuck. doesn't it matter that I know certain bits are coming because <laughs> I'm like, I remember this bit and I'm pretty sure a fucking thing jumps out here and then fucking sure fire it does, but I still get the fright of my fucking life. But, like, but again, like stuff like that, they've added in new bits like that. So yeah. that for those people that are like, I oh, know when the scales are coming, it's like, oh, you think it's here, but then boom. Yeah. No, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to go play it some more in the night, actually. Actually, it's too dark. No, I won't. <laughs> Wait till some sunlight. <laughs> fucking too hour. dark and stormy tonight. No, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> the three hours of sunlight we get between 12 and 3. That's when I play. Uh, yeah. In the winter over here. Uh, I've not had that much time to game this week, but I have. Uh, what have I done? A platinum Robocop. Well done. I am. Nice. Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> it um, was having trouble. It was. It was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. I think going in when we'd spoke about it, we'd said I think the main concern was if it outstayed its welcome because mm-hmm. all the talk was like 25, 30 hours and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, fuck me, that's a lot. That's how long I ended up putting into it. But you don't have to. Right. But then again, I would recommend you do. So if you stick to the main missions, it's essentially a first-person shooter. And I could see like see some of it. Like, I still I, I would love to speak to the guy that gave it a 4 out of 10 because he must have been high. And maybe get a lot of bugs that other people didn't get or something. Because the consensus from that review and the consensus online, like see if mm-hmm. you look on Twitter, everyone's fucking loving the game. Mm-hmm. It's just so the contrast is like massive. And what I would say is if you like I can only assume that the low scores they maybe did just mainline it and go, I'm just gonna play the main story and get it over with. And if you do that, you'll complete it in about maybe a dozen hours. Twelve to fifteen hours, I would say. But at that point, I can see it being pretty repetitive because it is just go here, shoot a load of enemies, keep going forward, meandering, because obviously it's Robocop. Yeah. Meander forward, shoot more enemies. There's some cool upgrades, but it's essentially go forward, shoot, 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 go forward, shoot, shoot, shoot. It's the side content that breaks that up. Like there's all these sort of like, oh, you've got to go and solve a murder over here. Mm. Or you've got to go. It's And some of it's like total like i don't know busy work like you're going over and like there's again i don't want to give it away but yeah you're there's a lot of like i don't know like everyday police work that's Mm. in the side missions and you could look at it and go why the fuck i'm robocop why the fuck am i doing this but in each bit of this it does a good job of like fleshing out the world Mm, and introducing the other characters and stuff like that and so i ended up doing everything there was to do and so it did take me 30 hours. But I think, contrary to what I thought going in, it actually made the experience better. Like, I thought if I had to play it for that long, it would outstay its welcome. But that brought in, I, that helped mix it up and brought in enough variety mm. that I I think it did make it so even better. So you're kind of fast running this game? There, well, there actually is a run fast. Uh, kind of straight. But he does uh, just... Because uh, he does that when he's angry, uh-huh. that kind of straight... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's got a cool wee voice. It's got a cool wee noise when you're walking. It's like, yes, I'm very familiar with that noise. I've been trying to sleep, and that I can just hear that. And then if you hold down the right trigger, he goes, he's fucking. You can tell he's like power walking down the street. 
Yeah, and obviously I spoke about it before, but like the graphics are a mixed bag, but the good parts of it are fucking incredible. The, yeah, the that, reflections look bang on. Oh my god, the world. Does it get ray tracing in it? It's some kind of, I think it's Lumen technology it's right. called. And I mean, it's a small team that made it, so fuck me. If this team can do this, yeah. I, I honestly can't imagine what we're going to see in the next few years from small studios. Um, but yeah, that's, then, that's what I was telling her the other day because I was telling her about the game and I was like, look, it's not many people that made this. You mm. know what I mean? But And it's like people can do this these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It used to take like hundreds of people and now like fucking teams of three and four are making games that are like fucking amazing. I know. It's like how? You know I, what I mean? I think back when, like it was, I think it was before the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox came out, but Xbox series, sorry. And they showed like a demo for Unreal Engine 5. And at first, folk kind of thought it was like maybe like a Tomb Raider game or something. Like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was someone going through like a sort of jungle type type area, and it just looked incredible. And they were talking about all these ways that Unreal Engine Five was going to like make things easier for people, and that you're going to be able to like simplify how the lighting's done and all this. And you yeah. know, it seemed like a lot of corporate speak. But see now that a couple like this game is on Unreal Engine Five, mm-hmm. see now that you're getting some of these games coming out, and they are small teams. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there must be a lot of the heavy lifting getting done. Oh, that's good though. Which is impressive. But no, I really enjoyed the game uh, from start to finish. I thought the story was pretty good. The last boss can get in the fucking bin. Uh, Oh my God. I nearly strangled Jess at one point. It's it's a boss that goes on forever. Forever, right? There's three, four stages to it. Mm. And it goes on for maybe, honestly, borderline half an hour. Oh, wow. It's like God of War style. Aye, and I was right at the end. There's a fucking tiny bit of health left, and she phones me. What do you want for dinner? And I'm furiously trying to pause the game, but it wouldn't pause, and I died. <laughs> so uh, you get the blame. And I'm, I'm like, sorry for and I'm considering like, your welfare and making sure you. that you were getting fed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. There'll be a checkpoint. It loads back up right before you go into the room, and I was like, oh, you absolute fucker. If I yeah. have to do this from the start again, and I did. Oh dear. So yeah, that was pretty tough. But other than that, yeah, all round really good. I think I think an eight out of ten is probably the right score for it. It's right. it's not more than that. There is it has its shortcomings. The lip syncing is PS two levels. It's what the fuck, man. It's so jarring when you're in that world and mm-hmm. like none of the mouths are moving properly, <laughs> and you're like, how can that reflection look so amazing and you can't open your mouth? Aye, aye. But. Overall, they've chosen yeah. their battles. Aye, they have. Aye, but overall, really good. <clears throat> Eight out of ten. Highly recommended. Cool. Good. And the other two games I played, I jumped into Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is the yeah, new name for like Yakuza. Hmm. I mean, did they have to make it such a mouthful of a name in itself? And yeah, that coupled with the fact that Yakuza franchise got rebranded and. I mean, where does this sit in the... You know, it's not even a... So... Like, the next one comes out in, in January or Oh, January. January, aye. But this is... So what's this one? So initially, I think this was supposed to be DLC. Okay. I'm, I am the wrong person to ask. Okay. When I can... <laughs> I'm playing this game just now, and Callum is playing the game as well. He is a Yakuza slash Like a Dragon expert. Okay. So I'm going to do a discussion with him, and he can tell me all about it, because I don't have a fucking clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, initially, from what I understand, this was going to be DLC, okay. but then they decided to make it into its own game, which was the reason why I was like, 
right, okay, I'm going to try this one. Because usually the Yakuza games are like a fucking epic. Yeah. And I just don't have time for an epic. But I'm like, if this was going to be initially be DLC and it's only 15 hours, that's a good entry point to see mm-hmm. if I can get on with the series. Mm-hmm. So far, I think there's five chapters. So far, um, I finished chapter one and I'm a bit into chapter two. I'm enjoying it. Like, it's the only previous experience I've got with Yakuza or Like a Dragon is Yakuza 0. I tried to start that once. That's not the first game, but it's first chronologically, I believe. Again, that's probably wrong, right? There's that many of them. Callum's probably pulling his fucking hair out of you. But, um, Is it almost as bad as the Metal Gear timeline? (laughs) Probably, aye. Probably. So, it's very, very heavy on having to read. Like, Mm. so it's all subtitled so you're and it's very wordy they don't dub it there's no dubbing in english voice acting not at launch apparently it's coming after launch right. but not at launch right it's the sort of thing though where i think you get the, the f- more sort of like the realer experience listening to them in japanese like i think yeah. it would, i just think it would be weird and for the next game that's coming out in january apparently there has been a trailer that came out and they do have english voice acting for that at launch but nobody's happy with the voice of the character. Mm. Uh, whereas this, it, it all, I don't know, it feeds into the atmosphere when yeah, you, it's all course, the Japanese voices. But I don't know, see if you're like, I've been working like an absolute bastard recently and I come in and there's sometimes I sit down and I'm like, I would like to play it just now, but I just, I don't have the focus to read constantly nah, just now. Yeah. And it, it, like each time you stop, it's not just like, hi, how you doing? It's fucking how you doing and what you've been up to for the last six years with every (laughs) fucking character yeah Uh, but outside of that the world's really cool like one of the things I really liked about Robocop was that there was this sort of hub world and it was maybe about four streets worth right it was quite small but that allowed it to be really dense and detailed Mm -hmm. and in Yakuza certainly at the beginning of chapter two I don't know if you're in the same location the whole time it's very similar there's about four streets squared mm-hmm. and that's your area. And because of that, it, everything, there's so many cool little bits to go to and everything's right. dead detailed and there's so many cool looking shops and you can go into the shops and you can do this and that. There's mini games. And, mm-hmm. Well, like, there's always mini games in these games. Aye, so like they've just, they've been able to like, I much prefer that than it's like, oh, that's this two square miles. Oh, you know, right, but that fucking house is the same as the house down the road and the house down the road for that. And, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, I'm enjoying the world. The story's decent so far and the combat's growing on me. My issue has always been that, and this is maybe me being stereotypical, right, but it's the only point of reference I have for a Japanese-style fighter is Sleeping Dogs. Oh, Sleeping Dogs. And I fucking love that game. Mm-hmm. I just think the gameplay and especially the combat is phenomenal. And I want the combat to be that sort of counter-based martial arts. But in Yakuza, or Like a Dragon, it's more like a 3D Tekken. And that's good, but it's not what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. But it is growing on me. I'm I'm enjoying it. So yeah, so far so good. Uh, I'll play more of it. And the last thing that I just jumped into was a VR game called Stride Fates, which is essentially Mirror's Edge in VR and the reviews that came out were sort of like said it's a really cool idea 
it executes some stuff really well, but there's some stuff that just doesn't nail. And from the small experience I've had with it so far, that's exactly what I'm getting. Mm. Like, see the movement and the traversal. It's so fucking cool. You're like wall running and jumping across buildings. Mm. And where you would think that would maybe make you spew in VR, it really doesn't. It's so smooth. It's so responsive. That, that stuff's great. But then they're like, right, so shoot these guys. And to shoot these guys, you have to like put your hand to your chest and use the grip to take your gun out. Mm-hmm. Not once have has I, have I managed to get my gun out in less than four attempts. You're like, ah, mm. no, no. And then eventually it works. And you're like, that's, that's no fucking good. use when a guy's shooting me. No, that's not good. So there's issues like that. And the tracking on the shooting doesn't seem quite right because I'm a fucking marksman. Right. right? And I've been missing. But aside from that, it's very cool. You can like run at full pelt, jump over things slightly. Like when you're running, see if you just duck, your character will like slide under stuff. Mm. And in the moment, it feels really cool. Uh, and the graphics are pretty good for the quest as well. It's only on quest two and three at the moment. Mm. But I would I would recommend checking it out. I'll have more to say on it next week though. Okay, let's move on to even more games that are coming out. Um, there's literally just so many hitting the shelves this week that we're not going to linger too much on all of these, but we will run through what is notable. Um, so, first up, Hogwarts Legacy. So this, as you probably know, came out on PS5, PS4, Xbox, Xbox One uh, back in February. Oh my God. But it's now making its... <laughs> Sorry, I just seen it. I'm like, I just literally seen it. I was like, "What the fuck is that? A different game?" Yeah, so it's making its Nintendo. Uh, sorry, it's making its Nintendo Switch oh, debut on the 14th of November. Andy is laughing at the trailer side by side comparison that we've got up Holy on fuck. our screen at the it, moment. It basically so... it basically shows you uh, the game you played uh, back at the beginning of the year, and then it shows you a PS2 version of it. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's that that is uh, running on Nintendo Switch. That's shocking. It's I. Uh, it's. I mean, see, in one hand, I do sort of think, how the fuck did they get that to run on the Switch at all? Like it's an open world game, mm-hmm. and I think there is supposedly because there's no some... textures in it. Well, I. <laughs> you've got brown for the ground green for the trees <laughs> see what's so funny as well right this particular video we're watching i don't know if this is intentional right look but, at that i don't know if this is intentional but it's just funny given the controversy around this game that see each time it's switched between the graphics on the ps5 and the switch it's switched from a male to female character as well <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like the graphics that have changed it's the full fucking gender of the character that you're controlling oh brilliant uh, I mean we are watching on a big screen remember your you know your switch screen is much smaller so it might you look do you think that might look like water on it the... might look slightly better right, so that, what I'm saying. that might look like water not mud when you're playing it on a switch docked maybe maybe nah Look, I need the, I need this to be fucking terrible, right? I counterpicked this in the Fantasy League, uh, and it's you? sitting at an eighty-four just now. And my reasoning was that the Switch version was going to shit the bed, so I need people to review this and fucking absolutely slam it. 
Was this any good then? I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a really, really good game. Just probably don't play it on Nintendo Switch. There are no. other consoles available to do. Um, it's one I would love to go back and try and finish before the end of the year. Uh, what I played on I'm not even a big Harry Potter fan, but it was really, really good. Really good. Highly recommend playing it. Okay. I'll maybe check it out. Just not on the Switch. No. <laughs> No, I don't but agree. everybody else, please play it on the Switch and get your reviews in. Uh, next up, we have Broken Roads, which comes out on November 14th on Xbox, PlayStation and PC. So this is born of a love for traditional computer role-playing. Um, provides a rich, engaging narrative in which players make their way across a desolated future Australia. Yeah, when I was going through the releases this week, I hadn't heard anything about this. And then I looked up a video... I quite like these games that have like the isometric view. Like Same. I think it always like, it. It, it just looks, reminds me of like old snares games. Yeah, I think it just it looks really nice. And so there was a video. I can't even remember the content creator that had uh, got early access to it, but he posted a video of it and was saying it was really, really good. And there was loads of response. They had like two hundred and fifty thousand views or something. Like that. And there was loads of people being like, "Oh, I can't wait for this game." Like, it looks really good. And so it's maybe not something... It's one of these games where, see if it was a quiet time and you're like, right, I finished whatever I was playing. I'm waiting for X to release. I'll maybe jump into this and see if I like it. But, I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to get a time like that again. There's just too many games just now. Um, So I'm probably never going to check this out. But it does look quite cool. Um, And it does seem to have a bit of a following. So maybe worth checking out. Do we know what the gameplay's like though? Is it like turn based with the combat or anything? No, no. No, I don't think it's it's hard to tell. I don't think it's turn based. I think it is action. Um, And I think it's a a sort of survival style game. Hmm. So we did have one on our list, but since we wrote it down on the list, it has since been delayed. So I'm referring to Ark Survival Ascended. So this was meant to be coming out on November 14th on Xbox. It has already been delayed on PC and... No, it's out on PC. Sorry. It's already out on PC, but it was delayed until late November on PlayStation. But um, there was a Twitter post slash X um, from Studio Wildcard who said the Xbox and Windows PC version of Ark Survival Ascended is still going through the certification process, which means it will not come out as planned today. Um, Studio Wildcard said it expects the game to come out on Xbox and Windows PC later this week. But later this week, sounds like there's probably another delay on the cards like that. I mean, <laughs> they said we'll update with a more precise time when we have it. Yeah, so we did a news story on this last week, and we looked at the we had a gameplay video up at the time, and the graphics looked amazing. But apparently, it runs like shit on PC. Uh, I'm sure we had a, last last week we had a a, a write in. No, was it was it, no, it was a review, and it said I'd love to see the NASA computer that actually has this running. Because it just oh, it just wasn't running well, and so it's already been delayed on PlayStation, and it looks like now it's getting delayed on Xbox. It seems like a bit of a shambles. Mm. It's a shame because it actually looks quite cool. I never played the original. Well, it's obviously the remake of the original, but aye, maybe if it works well at some point, and it does actually come out. Uh, 
uh, one that is coming out though is Teardown on November 15th on Xbox and PlayStation. It's already out on PC. So this features a fully destructible and truly interactive environment where player freedom and emergent gameplay are the driving mechanics. So you you are the vehicle and you just knock down shit, is that? Sort of, yeah. You can go a bunch of different, not just vehicles, you, oh, okay. but you're just, aye, the whole world's like interactable and you can just demolish everything but seemingly the physics of ripping the place apart are meant to be really good it looks it looks it looks a bit like a sort of upgraded minecraft Mm. but then the world's already pre-built and you're just going in and destroying it there's campaign missions as well apparently it got a really really high uh, review on pc and it is starting to now get high reviews on console as well. It it doesn't look like my sort of thing. It looks like the type of thing, the type of sandbox game that like is going to do well with streamers and stuff like that. Like they'll yes. make some cool stuff and yeah. uh, they'll 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 set up some sort of chain reaction that blows up every fucking building in the game one by one yeah. and stuff like that. But I don't think it's really, really for us. There's, there's something kind of cool about it though. It does look cool, uh, and there's loads of shit you can do with it seemingly, and apparently the physics are pretty impressive hmm. but yeah it's more of a sandbox than a sort of story i think uh, next up we have the last faith this comes out on november 15th on playstation xbox pc and switch so you can step into last faith's ravage world as Urk. Urk? yeah that's what we'll call mm-hmm. yeah um who awakens with no rec- recollection of his immediate past looks like castlevania yeah, I think that's what they're going for. A sort of not a Castlevania clone, but like I think they're they're going for a very similar style. It's one of these ones where when you look at the gameplay of it, I don't think it really does too much for me. It's probably no. quite fun to play, but these type of games are always they always get difficult as fuck, and I don't have time for that. But I I, th- I think this might do quite well. There's a lot of folk excited for it, so yeah, one to keep an eye on. Maybe if you're into two D side scrolling batter em ups. Uh, next, American Arcadia. This comes out on PC on November 15th. So this is a cinematic puzzle game that combines a 2.5D platformer and first-person game to tell the tale of a thrilling escape. So you can experience the extraordinary story of Trevor, an average man escaping from the world's most popular reality TV show. Yeah, mm. so this, kinda cool. this looks cool as fuck. Yes, yeah, so the same team made Call of the Sea, which was a game that was quite well received at the time. And this looks cool as fuck. Like, I think it, it's a bit Truman Show. So mm. it's like a guy trying to like escape from a reality TV show. And I don't know, I, just, I think the graphics look really nice. I like the premise. It's quite story-driven, but there's also puzzle elements as well. Um, it's going to be that sort of... not. I mean, Limbo and Inside's not really... The, I don't know, it doesn't really fit as well because it, those are sort of darker games and this is more colourful, but what was the one you played earlier in the year? Oh, you played it as well, Andy, and you get stuck. Somerville. Somerville. Oh, yeah, no, the game fucking broke. Yeah. like it, yeah. It's, I mean, it's got first-person elements as well, but it does have that sort of, I think it is that sort of 2.5D mm-hmm. puzzle-solving, but the, the overarching story sounds cool as fuck, like someone trying to escape this game that they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I really, really like the look of this. Mm-hmm. It's only coming to PC just now, 
it is supposed to be coming to consoles, but I think that's going to be next year. So just Steam this week, but it looks cracking. I, I, I want to hold off for the console release because of trophies and achievements, but I'm not ruling out that I might check it out for a bit this week <laughs> just because I think it looks really cool. Uh, next up Tourist Trap coming out on November 15th on Xbox and PC so this is a surrealist dark comedy point and click adventure set in Santa Belina a South American town affected by tourism gr- gen- oh, well, that's a big gentrification word. gentrification I think this looks quite cool I like point and click games I think the art style is pretty good looks like it's a, very cartoony it's very cartoony kiddie, yeah like but if it's a dark comedy, it just mm. depends. It all It's all going to depend how they land the dark comedy. Mm-hmm. But I think it looks like it's got potential. So, maybe. One to keep an eye on. Turning to VR now, we have Assassin's Creed Nexus. This comes out on MetaQuest on November 16th. Um, you can play a pivotal role in history in this new story built only for VR. You can thrust your blade in visceral combat as you climb and parkour anywhere throughout the open maps. Stealthy, blend into a crowd, interact with civilians and feel the rush of air assassinations, Craig. I'm really excited to try this out. I love Assassin's Creed. I really enjoy VR games. I just, I don't know what to make of this. Mm. It could be so fucking cool, but there's so much that could go wrong with it. Like... I don't know. I don't know how well Assassin's Creed translates to VR. Like mm-hmm. when you see the them sort of parkouring here, it looks really cool. But in practice, will you be able to do that as seamlessly, or will you be fucking constantly just try it? Like you know, in Assassin's Creed, how the old Assassin's Creed when sometimes it worked really well, and then other times you'd be like, just climb the fucking wall, mm-hmm. and he would be like jumping up the wall and falling down, jumping up the wall and falling. Down. Like if that happens in VR, I think it will get quite frustrating but hopefully it's cool yeah i mean there's the trailer shows like the sort of jump you know jumping into bales of hay and the takedowns that you do from hay no way am i not spewing whatever man i do the stomach go the leap no way the leap of faith i'm looking forward to (laughs) i'll be all over that i'll have the sick bucket at the ready Flashback 2 comes out November 16th as well on PlayStation, Xbox, PC and Switch. So this is a gripping, fluid and intricate platform shooter, including exploration, puzzle solving and, of course, adventure. Of course. Where are we without adventure? This looks really cool. I've never heard of Flashback. I think I saw something like it was like, oh, it's 25 years or something like that since the first game. So I think it was sort of back in like the SNES era or something like that, but I don't remember it at all. I'm getting kind of Shadow Complex vibes. Remember that? Yeah, aye. That's exactly what I got from it as well. I thought it seems very, very Shadow Complex Mm -hmm. and the art style looks really cool, looks really well detailed. I think the cutscenes are going to be this sort of cool blend of like almost comic book style. It looks cool as fuck. It's just, aye, I don't know. I'm, I'm always worried about stuff like this when I'm like, I've never heard of this and it's out this week. Why does it look so cool and nobody's talking about it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it does look cool. It does. Now, I know you are both FIFA and PES fans, but we've got another one for you. Sociable Soccer 24. So this is coming out on PC Early Access November 16th. Uh, What does that say? FIFA Pro. FIF Pro. 
FIF Pro licensed arcade action game from sensible soccer creator John Hare. This world of soccer features fast, intuitive gameplay, couch and online PvP, 100 trophies to win, 1,000 teams to choose from, and 10,000, what is it, FIF Pro licensed players to collect and upgrade for your club? It's got it all, Craig. Is it going to be any good? I don't know. It doesn't look that great, but no, then really see like sensible soccer. It looks like utter ass and it, it's really fun to play. Right. So maybe I like the nets. See, like this is a, <laughs> I've always had a thing, right? Where like it, it, it's a big deal to me if the nets look cool, because then a goal feels better. Right. Like, I don't know if you'll remember this, Andy, we've probably spoken about this before, but back when FIFA used to come out on the SNES and the Mega Drive. Like, yeah, I, the nets and that. The nets and the Mega yeah. Drive version were so much cooler, and it was so much more fun to score. <laughs> and so, I don't, I don't know. I think this could, it could be cool. It's only coming to PC just now. I like that we lobbed goal there. That felt, I got a wee tingle when that went in. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this out, and I'll, I'll get back to you. The, the problem is that I think one of the main modes they're trying to sell it on is that one of these everyday's a player. Like every person in the pitch is a player. Oh, fuck that. That'd be boring. I'm way too cool to play with other people. Like, nah. I, but imagine you're like the right back and they hardly, you know what I mean? Aye, I'm trying to play possession and everybody else is aye. fucking about. Aye, you just get bored because you're not getting past the ball and you'll just end up with a position. Exactly, exactly. But I'll check it out and I'll report back. Okay. We also have Super Mario. Uh, RPG coming out. Did that fucking plumber not just bring out a game? He did, yeah, but he's got another one on November 17th on Switch. Surprise, surprise. Um, so in this game, you can assemble a group of unlikely heroes and embark on a whimsical quest to repair the wish-granting Star Road in Super Mario RPG for Nintendo Switch. You need to stop the sinister Smithy Gang and meet a cast of col- colourful characters, including the mysterious puppet Geno and kind-hearted Mallow. I really like the look of this. I can't justify it. I would need to, like... I mean, obviously, when you wanted the last one, you pretended it was a, a Christmas present for a son. Oh, so I girl mouthed the shit out of that uh, one. You, you did, uh. I, I got a 25% off code, thanks to whoever posted that on Discord. Um, then I had some vouchers that I got, like, 8% off as well when I bought them. So I paid, right. like, seven quid for it. Oh, that's good. And I'm pawning it off as a Christmas present for my kid, even though I just already played it. You know. <laughs> well, is there any way we could, you could girl math this one? Because I could try. I could do. I could do my business. Yeah. I think it looks really, really nice. <laughs> do my business. <laughs> See what you can do for me. Run the numbers, Jess. See. <laughs> so run the numbers. <laughs> oh, run, run the numbers and see what you can do. I, I really like the look of this. I think it looks really good. And I'd like to check it out, but I can't just justify an outright buy, an outright purchase. I could maybe tickle somebody at Nintendo. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. I would like to try it out. I know that you're going to try this one out as well, Craig. Uh, we did speak about it last week, but I'm just going to bring up the trailer and we can watch along as we talk about it. Christmas Massacre. Oh my yes. God. November 17th on PlayStation and only PlayStation because no one else wants He's it. talking to a tree. Oh, Look at So it's an 80s inspired stealth slasher game with a low poly PS1 style graphics. You can sneak, stalk and murder your prey without being caught. You must kill without being seen to complete each level. It bears resemblance to the controversial PlayStation 2 title Manhunt from Rockstar Games. But 
in this case. You are Santa. Look him. He's around. He's Santa. Why is he tiny? I don't know. But in the previous scene, he was Santa running about a fucking science classroom with a knife murdering children. No, this is fucked up. It is. You can see in some of this footage why only PlayStation are allowing this to come out. It looks... um, I can't wait to get the tree up and play this. (laughs) Look at it. It looks fucking brilliant. Can you make sure it's after dark so our children don't see any of it, please? I mean, it's the graphics are that bad. Would they even know what's going on? Oh, there's a clown. Oh, dear. <laughs> Do you even I don't know what's know. going on? I think they would. I don't know about a clown. The talking tree is quality. Look at them there with the face. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Uh, you don't even need to get on with this one, Jess. It'll only be a few pounds. I'm, I'm all over it. Look at his butt wiggle. <laughs> and he's, his hips are that tight. His hips don't lie. That's the, that's the very first thing I noticed was, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that walk, that aye, power walk. Aye. He's got that ass. There's also another game called Grotto, uh, which comes out on November 17th on PlayStation Xbox. It's already on PC and it'll be 2024 for Switch. So it's a mystical narrative-focused experience. You are the sleuth... Sleuth... Sleuthsayer? Soothsayer? That's quite hard to say. Uh, the one capable of talking with the stars and unveiling their messages. Yeah, it's like a narrative-driven game where... The art style looks quite cool and it got a pretty good review on PC. So it's now coming to Xbox and PlayStation. Probably pretty decent. Probably our manageable platinum. Slash 1000G. Persona 5 Tactica is next on the list, November 17th, coming to Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation, Switch and PC. So this features an all-new story, the return of fan-favourite characters and brand new allies and foes. Folk are saying this is going to review really high, which most Persona games do, to be fair. So they're probably on the money with that. The art style looks quite cool, but I don't know. Again, if it was if it was a quiet period, I'd maybe check it out. It's not my type of game usually. No. But um, no, it's not for me. But the fact that it's on Game Pass, I think this is going to do pretty well. Uh, the Walking Dead Destinies is the last one this week, coming out November 17th on Xbox, PlayStation, PC and Switch. So you fight walkers, relive iconic moments and change the destiny of the Walking Dead universe as your choices separate heroes from villains and the living from the dead. I don't know what to make of this one. If we get a code through, I'm going to check it out. Apparently, you get to play through all the iconic moments from the TV show. Hmm. And you can alter the outcome. So, say we Jimmy dies in season two, you'll be playing through that moment again and you can try and make it go another way. Like where characters that died actually live. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's been that long that I probably couldn't tell you who lived or died I don't really I remember I can't even remember when we stopped mm. I think it was the season after the prison we stopped which was a good few years ago Yeah. but yeah so apparently all the sort of iconic kind of moments you get to replay through them it's a third person kind of action game it looks like it could be quite cool but again I just feel like if they were confident in it it's the walking dead you would think it would be a much bigger profile release mm. yeah. and it doesn't really seem to be which makes me think they're not that confident in it but I don't know maybe report back Yeah. just to note as well there's DLC for Remnant 2 one of Craig's favourite games this year um, which is out now and Turok 3 Shadow of Oblivion remastered was meant to release on November 14th but has been delayed until the 30th 
at the last minute as well. So. You can't expect them to have that game ready. It's only fucking 25-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on then to our sort of feature of this week's episode, which is video game length. So we're going to have a little bit of a discussion on the length of video games. You like a length. Pardon me? <laughs> Lovely. Nailed it. Yeah, so I, I don't know, I suppose I just kick things off. Like, are longer games better suited for intricate plots and character development, or do you think shorter games can also deliver impactful narratives? Well, I think you two would, would you saw it earlier as a prime example. Like, yeah. Jouis Saint, get it right. Jouis Saint. <laughs> like, what was that, maybe four hours? Yeah. yeah. And was that wham bam, thank you, ma'am? You were happy. Told, told a story at the beginning, yeah. middle, and the end. I feel like as I get older, like I'm not I still play plenty of longer games but I find myself being more sort of drawn to smaller experiences because you just life gets in the way and you're like I I feel like I don't know like there's exceptions obviously see when GTA 6 comes out see if they tell me that's 200 hours I'll be like cool let's go (laughs) Because I know that I'm going to play that but like see like when I don't know like that, that Yakuza one's a perfect example right I'm like I don't know if I can commit to that if it's 40 hours. But see, when it's 15, I'm like, aye, I'll probably, aye, I'll, I'll see it through regardless. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're sort of put off when you're just like, I don't know if I've got that in me. Like, real life gets in the way. If it's going to take fucking three months for me to complete, I don't know if I want to fucking commit for that long. What if something else comes out in that time that I'm more interested in? Will I just, yeah. will I just chuck it? And so, yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I do find myself more drawn to smaller, like shorter games. I do these days, definitely. I do appreciate a good story in a game, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, my favourite game is Metal Gear, which is all fucking story, just yeah. about, you know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate it, but I can definitely see, as I'm getting older, just attention spans no there as much mm. for stuff. So definitely having a more kind of succinct, kind of shorter experience has definitely been better, I think, for me. I know, obviously, you haven't played it yet, but like a prime example for me recently over over the last couple of years was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I loved that game, but it was fucking twice as long. And I'm being kind here, twice as long as it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas then Mirage came out, and I'm like, perfect, 15 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I spent 25 on it because I was platinum in it. Or whatever. No, in fact, yeah. I spent 38 on it because I was platinum in it, but well, you, can, you can do it in 20 hours. Uh, they're trying to... You can see what they're doing though. They're trying to give you your money's worth. Aye. You know what I mean? And I appreciate um, that, but sometimes that involves a lot of fucking busy work that yes. you're like, why the fuck am I doing this again? Yeah, a lot of grinding, a lot of building your guy up, a lot of repetitive side missions and yeah. shit like that. I feel like that's what we're getting too much of these days is there's too many games coming out where they're like, oh fuck, we, we, we need to be able to say, I just you'll get 30 hours worth out of this, otherwise folk aren't going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I suppose that kind of leads to my next like, kind of question. Like, it is the value for money aspect. Like, I don't know, do longer games necessarily offer better value for money or can shorter games with high replay value, I suppose, be equally as satisfying? I don't think it comes down to the time you play it, though. I think it comes down to, did the you quality. enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, did yeah. you actually... Like, cause I suppose, like, paying, like, if you paid 40 quid for that Jus song, you might be a wee bit annoyed because it was, like, four hours. But you did enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's, like, context, it should, like, the value of it should be probably a little bit less than it should be, but mm-hmm. I think you would mind paying for something that you actually got a good experience out of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
Yeah. I think that's like recently with Spider-Man too. It was, there was people coming out and being like, oh, it's too short. I was delighted with the length of it. Yeah. Like, I, I would not have wanted to... I mean, I was kind of burning out by the end of it. I wouldn't have wanted to play any any longer. Like, but there was people, oh, it should be at least 40 hours. Why? Why the fuck should a Spider-Man give me 40 hours? What the fuck are you doing? Because these are folk. I've got nothing else to do. I know, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I, I think if my time to... The time I dedicate to gaming was longer. Yes. There was more of it. Then, I don't know, maybe you would argue like if I'm paying that I want that to last yeah. me weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. whereas yeah I get it from I if, if I was back and I was 12 years old or something like that and I'm like I don't know every three months I got a new game or something they'd be like right okay I need this to last or whatever but especially okay. these days with the rise of like subscription services and mm-hmm. stuff like that I feel like everybody's got their boots filled do you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. like who these days doesn't have access to about 100 games that are just like yes <laughs> Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's true. It's so that it's hi. And then I don't know. I suppose like the kind of the genre of a game will influence how long the game is. So like, I don't know your RPGs. They've often got longer play times compared to your action or indie games. Like, which makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like I like mm-hmm. if Starfield had been the length of. How do you pronounce Jouissant? it again? Jouissant? <laughs> you'd have been fucking raging because you'd have been like, I fucking spent as long making my character as I did walking about that fucking world. Whereas if Jouissant was fucking 40 hours, you'd be like, I, I never want to see another fucking cliff again in my yeah, life. Definitely. Like mm-hmm. nobody would finish Jouissant at 40 hours and everybody would be fucking livid if Sp- Spider-Man or Starfield or G- imagine GTA 6 came out and it was three hours long. Oh, imagine. <laughs> imagine the fucking meltdown. What a twist. Aye. So aye, it's definitely, aye, it, it definitely makes a difference, like the, the genre as well. But yeah, I, I think on the whole, I think there's way too many studios these days that are trying to make their games too long and i think it's not only having a detrimental effect on i think it's having a detrimental effect on it's costing them so much more to make the game Mm. and it's not they're not seeing the extra sales in the back end yeah like whereas they should have just maybe made it four hours and sold it for a ten or less and more people would have bought it Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely i don't know developers must face a huge balance in game you know with the the length of like you say, production costs and then the timeline it takes them to make it, you know, and I think it can sometimes negatively impact the overall quality when they're trying to definitely put too much in it. Um, it feels padded. And then the, yeah, the pacing as well of a game, you know, if you, I don't know, if it it can then end up either either overstaying its welcome or feel rushed as a result. So mm, yeah, it's. By how they drip feed you like new elements to a game, like because some could like it's so long, but they can't like drip feed new elements in fucking like forty hours in. Mm-hmm. That's just probably not gonna. They're not probably yeah. gonna do that. So you might get it where I've like, got a gun now. Fuck it out. Aye, but it's like sixty hours long, say, or like a hundred hours long. But then you've got all the gameplay elements like twenty hours in. So then the rest of that is like you grinding and just like mm. that's you. You've got everything and you've found everything out that you're going to do. At that point, now you better just, have a fucking good story to hook Yeah, me. now it's just the experience of the game. Whereas if you've got a shorter game, you could probably drip feed stuff a wee bit more mm. to the longer, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Aye. I mean, I could, I gave up with Valhalla. I couldn't play. I couldn't play that. It no. was a fucking test. It was too games. much, and it's not a bad game. There's not no way it was a fucking bad game. There's rumours that the next one's going to be even bigger. 
It's I'm just like, too much. Who, where, what feedback did you get that that it's was too done? Aye. And I'm like, when it, like, I'm like you were like, you see stuff in the map, and you're like, I need to get rid of it all. I need <laughs> dad to go away. I need dad to go away. I need dad to go away. Start for like, I need to collect that. I'll collect it. Okay. <laughs> and it's like fucking, but I don't why do it. I'm like, listen, I don't why go to the other end of the map and this fucking wee boat. <laughs> ruin away, ruin away. Oh, no, I'm back in Norway. Oh, great. I need to go to the top of this cliff and fucking get that eagle. And I'm like, get fuck off. Um, they had a couple of write-ins on this. Jaded Zodiac said, depends on the game genre, to be honest. Um, not everything that's open world needs to be long, etc. Couchy said, 12 to 20 hours for a single-player game is about perfect for me. I get that some games will be longer because they're so huge in scope, but I don't need 50 to 100 hours in more games. And he says, what's your ideal length? With a little winky face. Nine inches. <laughs> Nine inches, Couchy. <laughs> You've got my number. <laughs> Is there any games that you can think of that like you're like ah that was perfect? You... Dredge earlier mm-hmm. in the year, one of my favourite games. Like I, I thought at the time I'd heard it was like maybe like about a dozen hours, and I was like oh it seems a bit long. You're this wee boat, but that sort of had a perfect climax. Just to keep it on brand. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, and this gets slagged off for it as well, Fort Solace enjoyed that it was only maybe about four or five hours long i think people had a fucking shit fit about the fact that that wasn't longer but again it was it was all narrative and so for me when it's a narrative sort of almost walking simulator like you don't want it to be fucking longer than mm-hmm. that um yeah quite a few all my examples recently are ones that are shorter <laughs> i was like thank yeah. fuck that wasn't any longer <laughs> Okay, let's move on to this week's news. So this episode is not super long. News, news, I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. I was First up, Rockstar Games has confirmed it will release the first Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer next month in December. So in typically laid-back fashion, Sam Houser wrote on Twitter, thanks to the incredible support of our players worldwide, we have had the opportunity to create games we are truly passionate about. Without you, none of this would be possible. And we're so grateful to all of you for sharing this journey with us. In 1998, Rockstar Games was founded on the idea that video games could come to be as essential to culture as any other form of entertainment. And we hope that we have created games you love in our efforts to be part of that evolution. We're very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto we look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with you all. I just love that, right, this is probably the biggest announcement that could have been made gaming related, right? There's probably nothing bigger that, no. you, could, that you could announce. And he fucking, the audacity to do it three replies deep on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyone else would have been like, trailer coming at six o'clock and it'd be a trailer to tell you there's a trailer coming or mm. something like that but no no he writes each one of those paragraphs was a separate fucking tweet that was like tweet down tweet down <laughs> the third tweet down he's just like on oh, by the way see early december gta trailer coming see you later yeah and within weird. five within five hours it was the most liked gaming tweet in history oh wow was it uh-huh that just shows they don't need fancy market no, they, don't. Yeah, good, no, no, they, they yeah. don't and on that sort of thing like i mean everyone as soon as they said early december everyone was like game awards 
Game Awards. Mm-hmm. And it may be at the Game Awards, but see, see Rockstar, they're so big that they're probably just going to go, we don't need it. I would uh, not be giving it to Jeff fucking Keeley. I know. Not a chance. No, I'd, I'd release it the day before. Really? <laughs> just well, they just need noise to release it on Twitter and they'll probably break the fucking what? thing. I, like, so I, I think a lot of people do think it's going to come at the Game Awards. I don't. I think it's going to be its own thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm, like, I'm buzzing for this. Yeah, <laughs> I no, of course. We've talked about, have we talked about GTA in a while? It's been a few weeks. We've actually been re- relatively restrained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel like it's almost going to be a little bit of a... Uh, because we did get that big leak, you know what I mean, earlier in the that year. That was very much like game build, developer looking stuff. It, this it, is going to be a proper. Yeah, I think gonna it's going to just confirm a few bits. things. Like, here's your protagonist. Yes, you're going you to get to see what it's like. We, we saw the protagonist. Well, That's we the don't thing. know though. For no, sure, we don't know like, what she's like. We don't know what the person. We saw is. gameplay of her though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know we don't know what her, her character and what like like I don't know her like. The ins and outs, the ins and outs of that character, but and there probably has multiple characters as well. I'd yeah, be no, there stunned is. if no, they don't do multiple no, they're characters. Doing the three thing again. Yeah, so they're not. But I don't know. I just I feel like in any other GTA cycle at the moment, when we got the first trailer, it would be the first time we've been introduced to what the world might look like and what the character might look like. Whereas we know that it's a modern day setting. We saw it. It was an early build, but we fucking saw it. At all. No, and we s- and we saw that it was a Latino woman. So that's one of the characters. It might be. I, I would just like to get some clarity on some yes. of this stuff. There was and... full voice acting. There's not a fucking chance she's not one of the characters. I'm Perhaps telling you not, that now. But just as I say, I well, think just to get it confirmed know. from the source that. What I wouldn't you know be surprised I mean? is if they maybe like this whole trailer maybe focuses on one of the other characters and yeah. you don't even see her. Yeah, yeah. Like something like that would be quite cool. Why are you so down? This I is know, GTA. I'm not. I'm not down. I'm just saying. Like, see, see now. Like, and any when GTA Five the first trailer came out, when GTA Four the first trailer came out, it was like, oh my god, what's this going to be? We have no idea. Whereas we do have a bit of an idea because all that gameplay footage got leaked. Maybe. Uh, You're not changing that stuff. You're well, we'll find not. out in the first of September. Yeah, well, in the first of September. Never mind the first of December. <laughs> it's coming out now. Your dates continue to amaze. Yeah. Okay. Um, we kind of already mentioned the Game Awards, but the contenders for this year's highly anticipated Game Awards have been revealed. I love that there was. They felt the need to make a video about. The v- revealing who was nominated for the not you know it, a show for the reveal uh-huh. a show he for a show about a show he couldn't be any like, more up his own ass yeah so the Oscars of gaming or the industry's longest commercial whatever way you want to look at it uh, will take place on December seventh um it has been a mad year as I'm sure you will agree so the competition is pretty fierce um the nominations for the game of the year if you weren't aware are Alan Wake two Baldur's Gate three Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Both frontrunners, Alan Wake 2 and Baldur's Gate 3, have clinched an impressive eight nominations each, including the coveted Game of the Year title, but the showdown extends to multiple categories, including Best Game Direction, Best Narrative, Best Music, and Best Performance. Um, Notably absent from many main categories is the Xbox exclusive Starfield, although it did secure a nomination in the Best RPG category. In the realm of Best Performance, the spotlight is on the competition between British actor Ben Starr's role in Final Fantasy XVI, 
and Idris Elba's appearance in Cyberpunk 2077 expansion, Phantom Liberty. And looking at the independent games, the puzzle adventure Cocoon and the intriguing fishing adventure that Craig loves, Dredge, are both in the running for best debut and best indie game overall. If Cocoon beats Dredge, I'm going to fucking game on, riot. Game on, I'm No, Cocoon's great. You've not played... You, I mean, I've not played both, but now you. Well, shut your face. So, well, you shut your face, Dredge. <laughs> Fight you right now. Dredge better win. You play Cocoon first and find out what you like it. Fuck's sake. He wants it to be shite. See, this is this is my point. Like, there's and so I tell much... you something as well. By the way, if that fucking Final Fantasy boy wins over Idris Elba, I'll be fuming and all. Yeah, I've been about that too. But yeah, there's so much passion in this industry. And I think I don't know when no, people. not fuck you. When people, <laughs> when people feel their like favorite game isn't represented, like you get a little bit upset and you can't yeah. help it. And it just magnifies, I think, what a great year we've had because there's so mm. many good titles. It really is. You could have made three game of the year lists yeah. like it's so it's mad like i don't know the, like you say no one's ever going to be uh, happy happy and there's, very, at the end uh, of the day. and there's very few people that have probably looked at those six titles and went aye that's my top six yeah. like me personally like i, I just i can't get on with resident evil 4 being the there conclusion and is it just a, like a board of people or one aye, person it's yeah. a board of people board of people yeah right. and then it goes to a vote See now you now everyone can vote. That mm. would make more sense. So like just like everybody vote and go like here's what we think the best game. I think that would make more sense, no? Or do you think that could be manipulated a wee bit? Well, I, so from what I understand, and we'll cut this out if it's wrong, is it's there's a panel of like game critics and mm. they vote, and what then that goes to a sort of list, and that's how they get the nominations, right? And then it's open to the public and you can vote. For like, so game. all the public then get to vote for the top six right. and to see who wins Game of the Year. Okay. Yeah, so the winners are determined by a blended vote between the voting jury who get 90% and then there's public fan voting which make up the other 10%. Right, okay. okay. See, to me, right, so the games we've got are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Mario Brothers Wonder and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I just... <sighs> Look, I platinum Resident Evil 4. I think I had to play it six times to get the platinum, right? I've played the game extensively. I just... It's a remake. Mm. I just... I don't think it should be in that list. Yeah. I really don't. I, to me, they should make a remake slash remaster category. Yeah. Like, look yeah, at that this year. You'd have Resident Evil 4, Dead Space... You would have, I mean, it's not something I'm interested. In, Metroid Prime. It's the fourth highest rated game this year, mm-hmm. but it's a but it's a remaster. Yeah, it's not up for anything. That could have been in that category. I just I can't get on with it in 2023. Resident Evil Four been up for Game of the Year. Mm. I'm not. I'm just not having that. I don't know. I I thought it was a really good game, but I'm not having that. And again, I, I suppose I was kind of negative on it before, and you can speak to it much better than me. That 2D Mario game is not one of the six best games this year either. Wonder? Mm-hmm. You've not played it. I've played a couple of levels. No, do, you think it's, do you think it's one of the best six games? I think they wanted two Nintendo games on there. They're two of my favourite games this year. That's fair. I mean, look... <laughs> Who am I to argue exactly. with, with I mean. the vote? Like, I, so I, I would not have had... 
uh, Mario Bros. I mean, I wouldn't have had Spider-Man on it either, to be honest. Like, it's probably in my top ten. It's definitely not in my top five. Oft. You're upsetting lots of people here. Uh, Mikey <laughs> wrote in and said, Game Awards are becoming a bit pre- too predictable, but I have to scoff at those raging about Starfield. I play both consoles, so no bias either way, and I can say hands down Starfield is nowhere near that list. Hi-Fi Rush, I think, was close to squeezing <clears throat> in. I do agree, actually. Like, there's been a lot of hype about that. Um, yeah, it's up for a few things, though. Yeah, I saw it pop fair, up a few yeah. times. Um, we asked gamers what one game that didn't make the Game of the Year list would you want included? And here were a few of the responses. So Chocomat says AEW Fight Forever. Mickey Smicky says Dead Space for Game of the Year. Blasphemous 2 for Indie Game of the Year. Grumpy Gamers Podcast said Exo Primal is goated, let alone Game of the Year. Furious. Uh, Punk from What the Fuck Do You Want? Um, Pure Dead Xbox podcast says Jeff Keighley is a bastard man Starfield um, Couchy from Pure Dead Xbox as well said eh, for me Alien, Dark Descent and Ghost Runner 2 will be up there in terms of game of the year but I wouldn't have expected them to get nominated and James from that one heavy hangover photo said shame Sea of Stars didn't creep into the ultimate game of the year nom yeah. you know what game would never make any list Christmas Massacre Hollow Knight <laughs> just saying just saying yeah. I'm just bringing it up that's all just I can't saying. remember the exact comment but I was told in Discord tonight to tell you you're a prick <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah I don't if I had one game to put like look I've just sat and said I don't think Resident Evil should be in because it's a remake so this is completely hypocritical but I would still have Phantom Liberty and even though it's an expansion, like that was fucking phenomenal. Mm. At least it's up for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I See, I mean, I've not played it more than five minutes. I can't really comment, but Baldur's Gate 3 is winning game of the year. I'm telling you now, it's winning game What's of the up? year. Aye, 100. I'd put the fucking house on it. Mm. Okay. Definitely winning game of the year. Even with a Nintendo bias, I think it's winning game of the year. Um, okay, moving on to other news. So Warner Brothers will focus on more live service games going forward. Um, they said, our focus is on transforming our biggest franchises from largely console and PC based with three or four year release schedules to include more always on gameplay through live services, multi-platform and free-to-play extensions with the goal to have more players spending more time on more platforms. Ultimately, we want to drive engagement and monetization of longer cycles and at higher levels. We have specific capabilities. We are currently under scale and seeing significant opportunity to generate post-purchase revenue. That's from the CEO, David Saslav, at the Q3 earnings call. All I'm hearing from that is money, money, money. Aye. Yeah. They just, they don't fucking get it. Just, I mean, that Suicide Squad game has been a fucking disaster from start to finish. It's been delayed for about three fucking years. They've been on it. The last game they released was uh, Batman Arkham Knight in 2015. Eight fucking years. I'm not saying they started in Suicide Squad immediately after finishing that. I think they had a year off or whatever. But fuck me, man. You would think that'd be enough to put them off and make them go all right, this isn't a good idea. But they, they're even trying to take the live service out of that game, from what I understand, because they realise it's a fucking shambles. And now you've got the CEO or whatever been like, more live service. <laughs> they're fucked, man. Honestly, they're... They, 
I'm sure they were up for sale about a year ago. They were trying to punt the whole division, and mm. now they're trying to double down on scamming folk out of money. It's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, more job cuts from Amazon this time, who've have said they're cutting just over 180 job in its games division and making some changes to its games initiatives according to a memo sent to employees by VP of Amazon Games um, so it's going to be shutting down two of its initiatives Crown Channel and Game Growth these are the second round of layoffs in the games unit this year following the cuts of more than 100 staff in April um, Amazon says it's focusing its resources and efforts on delivering great games to players now and in the future. It's developing and publishing publishing games such as New World, Lost Ark, Blue Pro- Protocol, Tomb Raider and The Lord of the Rings. It's also refining its Prime Gaming benefit to offer more free games to Prime subscribers every month. I just I don't trust Amazon with games at all. Do They've never shown any fucking aptitude for being able to handle this type of I don't think they medium really, at all. I know they're trying to just get a bit of that market, but like Netflix and Amazon like fucking They're all get trying to get it. Give it a rest. Nah. It worries sake. me that they are they are now sort of overseeing the Tomb Raider franchise mm-hmm. as well, because I love Tomb Raider. I've, I'll, I'll always have a special place in my heart for Tomb Raider. Like, I'll yeah. never not see a Tomb Raider game come out and go, oh, I want to play that. <laughs> and it bothers me that Amazon are behind that just now, because I don't fucking trust that they can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Like Crystal Dynamics just made three really good Tomb Raider games, yeah. and you know they would continue to make good Tomb Raider games, but Amazon, you're like... Did they just buy the license? I can't remember exactly how it went by. It was it was that Embracer group that owned it, but they were hemorrhaging money out their arsehole. Right. And so they they never sold it off. They licensed out Tomb Raider to Amazon. So they haven't mm. sold it. They weren't stupid enough because it's the only fucking IP they bought that was worth a damn. Um, but I, they licensed it over to Amazon. I think it was for right. a game and either a TV show or another film. Okay. What would you rather see, a film or a TV show? I don't know that Tomb Raider would really work as a TV show. Maybe it would. I don't know. Uh, I suppose you just stretch the adventure out, don't you? Leave it in a cliffhanger all the time. I I probably could. Flesh out the characters a bit more. Yeah. I mean, mean, we haven't seen Lara's an abandoned orphan when she was young enough. That, that never happens. It's like seeing <laughs> Batman's fucking mum and dad die. Every bastard time. We need to know where their angst comes from. Oh, Peter Parker's been bit by a spider. I've never seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> Every three years when they reboot it. It's oh. funny how in comics, like, radiation gives you all these fucking pills. If that actually <laughs> happens in the real world, you are fucked. <laughs> Have you seen that programme, Chernobyl? Did no, watch that? but I wanted to see it look good. Heather made me watch it and it was fucking amazing, actually. And it's scary what actually happens to yeah, you when you get yeah. radiation, but like your body just shuts down. It just melts from the inside out. And it's like, you're not going to turn into a fucking superhero. The, the, the complete opposite. Yeah. I, t- I tell you, honestly, it's, it's see when that Amazon Tomb Raider game comes out, see if we have to fucking go through Lara's bratty years again, where our, where our dad's fucking abandoned or died or whatever. Yeah, because we know that. that again. We know that, but surely, like, you get the impression that like, Amazon won't know that. But look, they'll, they'll every time it gets people... rebooted, we see this again. Uh, but they will <laughs> so hire annoying. people that know that. Surely, somebody will say to them, "Listen, this has been done. Let's do this with mm. the fucking license." You know what I mean? See, if, imagine they just rebooted it and she was loved. 
Well, this is the this is the world we live in now. <laughs> there'll like, be no there'll be no conflict <laughs> no, at all. The parents are still together. She will add. She will add to her dad going. Dad, would you mind not leaving so often for these treasure hunts? And they'll just go. Okay, Aye, all right. All right. <laughs> And no that's worries. what spurred in, in her that she wants to go and do it because her father didn't get to do it because he stayed mm. at home, picked her up for school every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work the same, does it? Aye. Then Batman's parents did they die? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> what a world. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what they do with The Legend of Zelda, which is heading to the big screen as well. So after Universal's one billion hit adaptation of Super Mario Brothers movie. Is this a 93 one? No. No, no, the newer one. Um, Nintendo is developing the new Zelda project with Sony Pictures Entertainment. Uh, Wes Ball is the director behind the Maze. The Maze Runner trilogy will helm the live action feature with Sony distributing. Nintendo and Avi Adrad's Arad Productions Inc. are behind the film that will be co-financed by the gaming giant and Sony. First of all, Wes Ball, great name. Uh, also, Nintendo and Sony working together. Mm. You do not see that very often. That's mm. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, is Tom Holland going to play Link? I mean, fucking probably. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Can you imagine Nintendo and Sony get into the meeting and the, the president of Nintendo, uh, Sony's like, I've got just the guy for you, by the way. <laughs> this new up and comer, we put him in quite a few things. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I don't have much to say on this. I've never played a Zelda game. I suppose there's so much to work with. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But my fear is that it's going to be too fantasy. I mean, almost certainly. Like, do you know what I mean? And like, I like going into Zelda. I thought this isn't for me, but I really enjoyed mm. it. But it probably wasn't for those elements, do you know what uh, I mean? And I just worry that it's going to end up being a bit too wacky. Well, that's the thing. They're going to strip the gameplay out of it, obviously, and yeah. then you're going to be left with the fantasy elements. Yeah, which mm. I don't... I mean, I'll, yeah, obviously I'll still watch it. But. And just lastly to touch on the next batch of Xbox Game Pass titles for November. So we mentioned Persona 5 Tactica, which is coming to cloud console and PC on November 17th. You've also got June Spice Wars coming to console and cloud on November 28th. And Rollerdrome is coming to cloud console and PC on November 28th as well. That is fucking good. You should try that. Rollerdrome. Yeah, I played that at launch and it was a lot of fun. It's like Tony Hawk mixed with Max Payne. That sounds cool. Aye. Really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's hit up our movie review. So we decided to watch the 2009 action-packed thriller Gamer. Um, so in this not-so-distant future, the gaming landscape takes a dark turn as death row inmates become pawns in a mind-controlling game. In these games, people can either pay to be a user or get paid to be an actor. Um, in the ultimate version called Slayers, death row convicts act as like gladiators in a desperate dim bid for survival which no one has achieved yet uh, but the champion John Cable Tillman is scheduled to die just before he'd gain release but he persuades his teenage handler to hand over the reins so he can fully use his talents and experience Cable escapes to freedom but Castle's men choose sorry chase him Cable has to fight his way back to Castle's headquarters to challenge his hidden evil plans One. They call it a game. Slayers gives the gamer full control of a human being in full-scale combat. But the players are real. Every one of our Slayers is a death row inmate. Stay alive for 30 sessions, you get set free. That's not a bad deal. Some.
mom tried to beat the system. But no one has ever survived. Cable's a perfect soldier. He is what they want. 27 battles that was ever done. That man was ever come that close. Had you seen this before? No. I hadn't either. No. I think I maybe started watching it one night and uh, I don't know, something happened or I fell asleep and I didn't feel the need to go back or something because I vaguely remember it, but I, as we were watching it, I was like, I definitely don't remember this. Yeah, I hadn't seen it. And it's strange because like, sometimes me and Jess will just be sitting and we'll like, I don't know, if we're maybe doing stuff on the laptop or whatever and it's like, oh, you want to film one in the background? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we'll open up IMDb and just type in like, Ryan Reynolds or whatever and look yeah. through and see like oh I don't remember that film stick mm-hmm. it on or whatever and like Gerard Butler is one of the people that we would have done that with and mm-hmm. I feel like if I saw a film called Gamer I'd have been like go for it let's let's check that out but yeah. I, 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 I've I'd never seen this no. definitely never seen it it reminded me a wee bit of Running Man like the Alan Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. film yeah. I know yeah. that's not like a it's more like a game show, but the, the vibe of it was like that. I think it's got quite a few kind of references or ties to Blade Runner as well. Um, in terms of, I can't remember what I read, but... It reminded yeah, me a little bit of, do you remember the film with Steve Austin? Where they all condemned when they were all That's put a in the film. It is actually a good film. Yeah, it was good. panned at the time as well. I quite liked it. It was all these, all these convicts were put on an island. And they, oh, there was, it was, it was literally Fortnite in it. Pretty much, actually. They, <laughs> when you think about it, now, it actually I, was. Yeah. I just fucking made that connection in my head. We can yeah. actually watch that as a gaming film in a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, because it basically good. is. It's the fucking plot of Fortnite. Yeah. They drop all these folk on an island, and there's weapons all over the place. Right. Fucking is Fortnite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> realisation <laughs> uh, the, the guy that made the condemn must be sitting there going fucking bastards I'm not got a penny for this uh, <laughs> fucking most, most, just made the most money in the world I'm sitting here getting fucking told I made a shit film <laughs> fucking Steve Austin in it I thought it was really good it was Finney Jones was there as well done the job uh, aye so they drop all these convicts on an island and they've got cameras everywhere it's like Big Brother yeah. and the person that's alive at the end gets their freedom is it safe because Predator done that you know the one where Adrian Brody, Predator, mm. that one. That's right. a, that's essentially that. They just get dropped in this world, but it's so the predators can hunt them. Right. But that's it. They don't know who each other are. Yeah. It's the same kind of vibe. Mm. Um, but I, like the one thing I got for this, and I was saying, like, I was saying because like, I subjected Heather to this, but she didn't mind because Jared Butler was in it. Mm. And she got to see his abs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like the fucking directing was so erratic. Aye. The cuts were like so. And I get what they're doing. Like, I, I totally get what they're doing. It was too much, though. But it was fucking so hard to... And there was that bit, like... There's just some scenes where it would have been so much better. And I, could, I was talking to her, like, and she totally agreed with me. I was like, the, the good thing I think about John Wick is it's one long shot, and it just shows you him doing all the stuff, and you get to see it, and you don't need a cut here, a cut here, a cut here. It's literally just a long uh, tracking shot of him doing that... Usually a five minute scene of going through a crowd, fucking doing all the stuff. Yeah. But this is like so, like even the fight at the end, it it didn't feel as good to me because it was just Aye. cut so fucking fast, like as if somebody's had a fit when Aye. they're in the editing room. It's like ADHD or something like that. Oh, it's so bad. It, it, it was hard to watch. I don't know if you've ever noticed this as well, but it's one of granted one of the many reasons. But one of the reasons I stopped watching WWE 
is that because of the shake it's the cam they actually yeah. asked the cameraman to shake yeah, and they cut like fucking a hundred times well, apparently they've stopped doing that because Triple they? H is in charge now. oh good because um, that really fucking did my head I know exactly in. what you mean it's fucking horrible and that just like when I was watching it like as I was halfway through I was like saying to her, I'm fucking struggling here. And she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, my fucking eyes are killing me. You know what right. I mean? It's just so much. And they, and they do that thing as well where it's like, like the gamey where it's like the screen kind of like goes like fuzzy mm. in between cuts sometimes as if it's like a gate. Like, yeah. And all that keeps on happening. And there's so much. Like, fucking hell, man. It, it, like, you can't relax during it. No, yeah. no, 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 no way. Not, not a fucking chance that, in hell. That's what bothered me. It, it reminds me as well of, I, I had this, talked about this recently, I was watching, and I never usually watch gaming stuff on YouTube, but I was looking for, I think it was actually impressions were out for the Avatar game, and I was like, mm. right, is this more than Far Cry with an Avatar skin on it? Turns out that's kind of what it is. Um, but the guy I was watching, he's just sitting in front of his fucking webcam or whatever, and he's talking about the game, and it just kept cutting to different fucking angles of his face. Like, yeah. every 10 seconds, and I'm like, I know fine well that this has been done because he has some sort of feedback that this keeps engagement higher, yes. and it must do. That's what it but does, But fuck yes. me, I would rather not make the money. No, no, that's it what they do. It drives me mental. because yeah, they do that when, like, that wee pause there just between me saying that. That would be enough to not. You have to cut that out. Aye, it needs cut, to be cut, cut and you cut. can see the head just move aye. a wee bit. And, it's and you can tell there's. And like sometimes I watch a video and I'm like, how many cuts has there been? And they're literally talking like one sentence and it still goes. Yeah. And you're like, could you not make a fucking sentence? You know what I mean, it's just the psychology of capturing your attention. That's exactly what it is. But they've obviously had feedback that that works and that keeps people. That keeps people from turning off. They've done. But this was back in 2009. Well, maybe, but like, because it's 2009, wasn't it? Yeah, it was they wanted horrible. to actually. So it was ahead of its time with that and with the whole Fortnite. They idea. wanted to do it in 3D, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, Jesus Christ, Christ man. Yeah, but they didn't have the budget. But then I think it did come out on Blu ray 3D later. Oh, mm. no um, way. No, I yeah. couldn't handle Hard that. Pass on that. Yeah. Could not handle it. That's too much, honestly. I would be sick. Yeah, a couple of things in the kind of story that bugs me a little bit. Like, I feel like, I mean, I get what they were doing trying to explain it but I feel like the person who was the gamer controlling should have had a controller I didn't like the fact that it was all well it's supposed to be like know, sort of AR no I didn't like that either I didn't like the fact that when you when they first show him you see that wee room set up mm. and people I was like how fucking creepy is this people just pop up aye. and it's like they don't he doesn't get to accept them people yeah. just pop up and start talking to him aye. and there was there was no way that he was controlling any of that it was like oh. it was trying it was almost like they were trying to ram down your throat look how futuristic this is and you're yeah. like but it's too much futuristic yeah. in 2034 that's when this was set mm. yeah <laughs> No, Which actually is not that far away. No. I don't think we're going to be there yet. No. Um, I fucking hope not. <laughs> but I didn't get the bit either where when he eventually escapes the kind of gaming bit, mm-hmm. um, when he goes to try and find his wife, but he, fi- he goes and finds her in, when she's in, when she's in the, because she's a actor. She's an actor. In the, in, what's it called again? It's some sort of creepy place. Social, 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 social. Aye. like a Sims type game yeah. that they're actual people. She's obviously doing that for money. Aye. And uh, but then Heather is the point to me. He's like, well, so he finds her when she's doing that, and I'm like, well, that's what she does. How else is he gonna get her? And he's, and she's like, but surely she doesn't do that all day. 
She's uh-huh. got to have a break. Yeah. So why didn't he just get and he, he didn't when she's know that world? she did that either, so... Yeah, so why didn't he just get... Uh, I suppose... But I suppose he, he probably had no time to waste, so he just went and got her because he had to go and get her then. Well, I, I, I wondered why... Surely to fuck they had some sort of tracker on him. Like, where was the... So he just... He gets out that thing and they... There was no sort of mention of them oh, being they, able to track him. They, the hacker the guys done that. disabled it. Are they done something. Did they do that straight away? Yeah, when... Pretty when he agreed to do stuff, right. they, they altered them like they did with her when he but took when I, I, but, took her out. But when when he got to that point, like they didn't seem to. Oh, this was they did was later drunk. on. They get there. Was it not? Was that because he was drunk? No, because that's how he started the car. It just highlights how confusing it was, though. That oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I know that, that stuff made like, sense because he was he was pissed. <laughs> but then as soon as he spat out the fucking alcohol, he was fine. Mm. Well, and then he came right out, like, because I said, "Would you be that drunk that quick?" And Hale's like, "No," because no. he came out the fucking tunnel when he was already stumbling about. And I'm Aye. Like, Booze, even if he down a full bottle, it's not going to go that quick. That was like thirty seconds, Aye. and he's already pushed. Mm. I was like, "No," <laughs> and like you can see what they're doing. Like the there was some creative license. Been sick in the the tank was quite creative, but then he peed, and like that is not going to be in your pee. No, and, like within half an hour. No, and that doesn't. And it's like, all oh, right, it's a movie. Just uh, let it go. It <laughs> but it was a bit... What about Dexter? I, I thought he was really good in I this. thought he did really well. He was, really, he was a I really was... over-the-top, fucking detestable bad yeah. guy. Yeah, Michael Hall as Ken Castle is Michael who you're referring to. Yeah. If you have Dexter. not seen Dexter. Sorry. <laughs> Everything yeah. knows him as fucking Dexter. Yeah, so he's nah, the wealthy inventor of the gaming Yeah, I thought it would, he was quite cookie and he done like a. It was probably the best part of the film, to be honest with you. Yeah, I thought he did a good yeah. job. What did you not like the fat gamer, creepy, oh, disgusting was, oh, guy? That was horrible. He was a that, creepy fucker. That wasn't he? really fucking freaked Taylor out. She was like, "That's disgusting." Yeah, like, that's them when she gets when she thinks of gamers. I know, and it's so like misrepresented. <laughs> it really is. But it's funny as well. Like it was, I don't know. It was like showing you the dangers of the internet because like a guy's walking and he's talking to this attractive woman that's wearing fuck all and mm-hmm. then it shows you like this absolute mutant is like saying the words that are then coming out of her mouth and it was like and you can imagine 2009 so many people been like that fucking chat room i was on last night i wonder yeah. and there's also <laughs> yeah. like i don't know a lot of violence it was quite graphic at times some of the yeah. you know headshots and things like that yeah um, which again doesn't i don't know one thing i wrote down and it was not a criticism was that there was a lot of sort of like nudity and stuff like that in it and there was a lot of like suggestive scenes and stuff mm-hmm. but then me and Jess were talking about it and we both made the point where that was also realistic like see if this technology was available like at least 80% of it would be used for porn exactly no. it would be so like uh, at, at a certain be. point I was looking at it and I'm like I, I just remember it, it sort of went from the war zone scene and then it was the first time you saw that social place mm-hmm. and it was just following this girl who was on roller skates and it was just following her ass. Uh, and then all of a sudden this girl had her tits out and you're like, at, at that point I'm like, again, not saying don't do it, but I'm like, this just seems like tits and ass for the sake of tits and ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, they've clearly decided, oh, we know what an audience is, let's get as much of this in as we can. But then the more I watched it, I was like, but it's, it's actually on the money. Yeah. Because... If this technology exists, that's what we would do. Mate. That's Aye. what we would do. Of course, it would. He could have done. That's it. where the money is. That's exactly where the money is. Yeah, but they could have done it better because I know it's just an action film. But like, it shows like 
people can like people are so brave to say stuff and be a yeah. certain person online, but you wouldn't like act like that to somebody's face. No. You know what I mean? You wouldn't like fucking grab them. You wouldn't like but that anonymity of being an avatar, you can you feel as if you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know Aye. what I mean? Like I could have used it could have maybe like done that a bit better. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it maybe just touched on that a tiny bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can one of you explain to me what happened at the end? Because I did fall asleep. I thought she was going to make it through the whole film. No. <laughs> and then I looked down with like 10 minutes to go and I was like, nah, she's falling asleep. Oh, well. What happened at the end again? Oh, yeah. Uh, so you find out that Michael C. Hall, has, his whole brain pretty much has been replaced by those yep, things, Yeah, I remember right? that, yeah. But his is to... Has to send an outgoing send signals when everyone else is getting incoming, so he every, can every, sim every, and control what everyone does pretty much. Okay. So he starts controlling Gerard Butler, and uh, Gerard Butler tries to attack him, but he basically yeah. stops it. The knife stops at his throat, and he's like, "You That's can't it. do that because I'm telling you not to." Aye, but then he and then he brings his wife and kid to the equation, and then he's like making Gerard Butler try and kill his kid, but he's trying to hold himself back. Okay, and then all of a sudden, does that? Young boy, so the young boy that was controlling him. So the right. So essentially, what happens is everyone else has an incoming signal that can be controlled, whereas uh, Michael Hall's is an outgoing signal, so he can control other people. But they have to be within range, and so he is able to stop Gerard Butler from attacking him. And then he's trying to make Gerard Butler basically slit his child's throat. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's managing to sort of hold off a bit and. Uh, the villain character is like, I can't believe how are you managing to stop doing this? I don't know how you're doing this. But then the young boy that was controlling him during the war piece, mm-hmm. he then takes over back over control of Gerard Butler remotely and he's able to stop that because he's not within range. Okay. So he can't control him. And then he's able to then take control of Gerard Butler and kill. No, 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 no. You missed a wee bit. Jared Butler, he, he goes to stab Michael C. Hall, but he just stops because Michael yes. C. Hall is controlling him just enough. Mm-hmm. But then Jared Butler's like, so basically he goes, like, think of me putting this knife in your mm-hmm. stomach. And then like he's thinking that, but he's trying to think he's of that. He's trying to not that. To think it. He's trying to not think that now because then if he thinks that, he's processing it out and Jared Butler will do it to him. And that's how he ends up killing him. So it was quite clever at the end of you back. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Nah, it was... Like, I mean, as one it was the sing song. That's... Where I got lost. Sing where Dexter song. starts singing. That, I thought that was quite cool, actually. Cause, I, I, look, I, I was like... Because that scene starts with a... Yeah. Right? But you don't... It doesn't look as if anything like that's going on. And Heather goes, let me... Are they going to start singing? I was like, no, they're not going to start singing. <laughs> you know, and, and then he fucking starts going like that with the, the fucking yeah. like marionette stuff and he does that really well. He does a great job. Yeah. I thought that wasn't going to be the real one. I thought like... Uh, I thought Gerard Butler would attack him, but that wouldn't actually be him. Oh, right. like, and there'd be like loads of different yeah. versions and you wouldn't uh, know which way if you're attacking the right guy, but obviously he knew that he was safe because uh, uh, I he could have cool, but... The one other plot point, like, don't get me wrong, the, the plot, you could fu- there was fucking holes all so over the shops, right? Yeah. But uh, the other part that I thought was quite cool was the whole fact that there's the input delay from that boy that's controlling him. Aye. And so... Uh, Terry Cruz's character was sent in to kill oh, him. Terry Cruz is in it, fuck yeah. Ludacris, yeah. Uh, Luigi. Aye, Luigi was in it. Huh? Luigi? Or oh, John Leguizamo. Le- 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You fuck. You call him by his proper name. So <laughs> Luigi was here. Luigi was in it. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was quite. I thought that was quite a cool concept about how there is still an input delay, and when mm. Terry Crews was sent in, he wasn't being controlled by anyone. No. So Jared Butler's like, he will fucking kill me because there's not that slight delay. And I, mm. I just thought that was a cool little... And why did he it, not kill additional though, wrinkle? When he had that gun to his head and then the bullet just fell in his head, what happened there? I do not understand that. Why did pe- that not work? And then people came and took him away. Yeah, it was, was almost like, as if Michael C. Hall was like, okay. this isn't the time. Yeah, it was a bit... But they didn't explain, didn't explain that. It at all. It was like... That, aye, there's so many fucking holes yeah. in this. Because he could have killed him there. And it was like, I don't know if it was because it's obviously been broadcast that maybe they were like, no, this isn't the opportune moment to kill him. Maybe it was that. No, that's the opportune moment aye. on the game where they all get killed. I know, it was weird. That didn't make sense. No, it was no. as if that bit was just left in by mistake. Nah. I mean, it was, it was a weird film, to be honest with you. I'm glad it was only an hour and a half. Yeah. Aye, not one of Jared Butler's best. No. no. I'm, Very strange that he fucking... Signed up for this to be honest with you. Two thousand nine was that not like the eighties? Fucking. I, I think most of his most of his stardom came after that. Really? But I think so. This isn't this isn't very. I think the the twenty tens was his sort of main period. Was it not? Two thousand right. So run about this time. Oh, you and you might be right actually, because before this, three hundred was before this. Ah, fair enough. Ah, right, it was two thousand six. 2006, and then P.S. I Love You, that's probably quite a big hit, isn't it? Aye. Uh, then that Rock and Roller. Oh, yeah. And then... That was a good film. The Ugly Truth. Yeah, he did quite a lot of kind of chick flick yeah. rom-com So then this thing. Gamer, then that Law Abiding Citizen, that's good. Yes, yeah. very good that's film. That's a good film. I went to the premiere of that. Yeah. You met him, didn't you? Or you saw him, aye? At the Ah, it's probably after this. He seems to be doing that kind of like, it seems like rom comedy, then get into kind of like action films, and then it kind of like goes on for there a wee bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Aye, no, so you're probably right. Yeah, it was a bit odd, some narrative issues. It's not one I'll watch again, certainly. No. Oh, fuck, that's seen something. (laughs) What? (laughs) You'll watch any shit again? (laughs) No. I will watch good films again and films that are so bad they're funny. <laughs> right, this okay. wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. And those yeah, are the yeah. type of things you don't watch again. Yeah, that is okay. true. I'm going to go for a two. I'll give it a two as well. Because it wasn't a one, but it was, was, one, but it was definitely Cruise. not it's, pro- it's probably a 2.5, but I'll go two. <laughs> we don't do two point... We don't do a pie and a half. You no, get a pie. You, you can't waste half a pie. No, exactly. What are you going to do with that other half? I don't know. <laughs> If somebody else had went 2.5, then we'd been fine, but no. No. no Next way week, we're going to go for a beta test. Not to be confused with the beta test. Which is apparently some sort of porno or something you're saying? No, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh. We should watch that. No. Beta test from 2006. It's a four point something, so it's probably shite. The but main that's... character's name's Max Troy. You right. should remember that. Yeah. Right, just so you don't get mixed up. <laughs> Max Troy's a high, a heavy porn name, but isn't it? That's a hatchet job, man. Ma- Max Christ. Troy's here to fix the fucking. <laughs> he's gonna save the day. I don't he's... know what the film is, but he's gonna save the day. He's the plumber That's for sure. He's Max the Troy's plumber. coming to the fucking rescue. Who's that guy? <laughs> That's Max Troy. Yeah. Right. Beat a test next week. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. In the meantime, have fun gaming with all the new games that are coming out. Uh, and we will chat again next week. I'll be here. Goodbye for now.